Alrighty, guys. My name is Andrew Phillips, and I'm here with Will Sutton. And we are the Lou Boys SC. You got that right. We are ready for some MLS in the St. Louis area. Well, we've only got 900 or so days to go, right, Andrew? Yeah, 900 days until the first kickoff of St. Louis FC. Now, why did I just say St. Louis FC? That's that just that just shows I'm I'm already already messing up here. William City I'm sorry. City. It is St. Louis City SC. The SC. Now that that's what gets me. I gotta remember that because it reminds me of Lou Fuse. Right? Lou Fuse is SC. That's I why I that. think that's why I think the logo of St. Louis City looks so much like Lou Fuse. Have you seen their new logo? I haven't thought about that. I haven't really compared, but the colors, I guess, kind of reminded me. That was that was my first thought. Lou Fuse came out with that brand new logo because hmm. they're soccer club, aren't they? Yes, they are. You, you would know better. Lou Fuse, Lou Fuse Soccer Club. That's their name. And I just texted you the logo, and now you can go with uh, me and see what it looks like. Anyways, back on track. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We are here to talk to you guys about all things soccer. We're going to bring as much as we possibly can of St. Louis soccer because we're excited. We're excited for some uh, actual professional soccer here in uh, the St. Louis area. Whoa, actual professional soccer? Come on, we've, we've had St. Louis FC for six seasons now. I know. I just I have to get myself prepared that they're gone. You know, what do you n- now, that they're, now that they're gone for the rest of our lives but they'll never be, be forgotten no they won't and let's let's talk about that first the fact that they are disbanding after six years what are your feelings on that will i mean it it took a while to sink in it it didn't hit me immediately when i heard they were officially folding i had i guess i'd sort of come to grips with it that that was the most likely scenario that they would end up folding i think what it really got me was like seeing all the messages that fans left on twitter about their favorite moments over the six years it's when it began to hit me Uh, they've they've brought a lot i mean even just in the past couple of years thinking it it hit me when i saw that one uh, one person commented about how the amount of traction st louis fc brought st louis with the uh open cup wins Mm -hmm. you know that's when it really hit that st louis was worth having an mls team because we have such great talent here and we can strive here with a team that's not even built for the league competing with some of the best right you know even though they got knocked out pretty early they made it they made it further than a lot of usl teams did yeah made it all the way to the quarterfinals which was pretty impressive they lost to atlanta right Right, it was a it was a decent match. They gave up a penalty to Atlanta late in the game that kind of put it away. Kinda, yeah. Well, the Atlanta, you got to think, has had the leading score or top three score in the league for the MLS the past five years. Right. Yeah, it was an impressive result considering they had were coming off a championship. I they guess. didn't win last season. It was Portland that won last season. They won two seasons ago, I believe. 
Portland won the cup this year. Maybe that's what you're thinking about. Oh, think... you're right. You're right. Either way, it was I was it pleased just, with just... how they played against a quality team. Yeah, it shows it shows that St. Louis is ready, which is why I think going back to them disbanding, I thought they had a better chance of getting their rights bought by St. Louis City because they have such a great development in there already that with a club having to start from zero, I thought it would be smart to purchase a team that has players that have been solidified as quality players, you know. I think of a few guys on the team that could probably make their way up to a reserve or even some opportunities in the MLS on other teams. It's sad you to see name, that... You want to name some of those players that you think could make the jump? Well, yeah, I think Russell could and Blackwood could and even uh, uh, I think Sam Fink could have if it came sooner. But I'm trying to think, who's our center, our new center back captain? Kavia? Uh, Is that how you say yeah. his left? Yeah, Fanwell, yeah. Kavita. Kavita, he played at Clemson. I I mean, I, I saw him play some in college, and I definitely think he could be a center back at the next level. Mm-hmm. So what, about, just, what about Wall Fall? He doesn't Wall have, Fall. like, the speed, but he's got the great vision and passing ability. Yeah, he's, I mean, you, you you we could name our whole starting 11, and and they would be somebody that could compete against an MLS team. I'm not saying there's somebody that we're going to build a franchise around. Right. But they could help you with the game. I mean, we're seeing it with Miami right now. They just suck. <laughs> you know, they're bad. And it's not because they have bad players. There's no chemistry there. There's no connection. Mm-hmm. I think that's important with an MLS team to bring into a city. You have fan base, but not only do you have fan base, you have players that know how to compete with one another and be there for one another and, that just brings in more fans instantly because you're having better performances than just zero. Mm-hmm. And I think they would have purchased a lot of goodwill if they had acquired FC. They would have immediately had all these passionate St. Louis FC fans, and it would be easy to win their hearts to become St. Louis City fans. Completely agree. But maybe... The money. Maybe. It comes down to the money. It would have been really expensive, probably complicated. I wonder, I wonder if the fact that FC has never been really successful on the field had to do with it, uh, yeah. partially. Like, if they didn't want this... I mean, the team has gone to the playoffs one... One time. One, yeah, one time over the past five years. Hopefully they make it this year for their second time. Uh, I mean, they they have potential. I, I feel like they shoot themselves in the foot towards the end of the season. We're not good closers. Mm-hmm. Got to close. We start off so strong and then start to taper down. Yeah. Got us, but that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. Now, did somebody purchase the rights to St. Louis FC? I know we talked about a new team coming in called the uh, the Rhinos. Oh, Rochester. Yeah, no, Rochester. They did, not... did they did not purchase them? They're just entering the league. So they might actually come in at like the a lower level, not at championship level. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Does St. Louis FC disbanding mean that those players do not have a job at the end of the season? Right. That's, yeah, they've got to find new clubs. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, three. 
I mean, three players on our club last year or this season were on Ottawa last year who folded. So we got Walthall and Jeremy LaPere and more Sam all from Ottawa's team that folded. Oh, that's bad luck. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad luck. <laughs> Those guys are guys are used to it by now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 unfortunate, but you know the great thing is, is in 900 days we're going to have brand new soccer kicking off, and hopefully they can bring us a League One or Champions League team to come in. Yeah, I hope so. And I mean. In the meantime, I hope the St. Louis FC Academy guys can uh, can beat the SC Academy guys. That'd be pretty cool. Still do root you, for FC in a way. Do you think? Do you think they're going to keep the academy? And we're going to have two academies in the city. I mean, I think because we technically th- have two now. Because we have St. Louis. Well, actually, we don't. We used to have two academies. There used to be academy right over in the river in Cottleville, Illinois which was Gallagher, Illinois Academy. And then we had Academy in Missouri, which was your typical St. Louis Scott Gallagher Academy team. Right. And they've merged now. And they've merged, and they've merged into St. Louis FC Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which will I be think, interesting. Right. I think Gallagher will try and compete with the City Academy for at least a little while. They could probably compete. Until SC takes all the talent, steals too many of their players. Yeah, I mean it comes down to that loyalty. If they have good loyalty and continue to produce these D one athletes, they may be able to stay up there. Right. It's just at what point do like those players want to play for a free team rather than pay to play? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it will come down to how much. St. Louis City uses their the quote that they're coming out with right now to bring in Lutz a little bit as he's preaching how he wants to uh, build a team based off locals. Like, we're the soccer capital of the country, and he's saying his basis is that he wants to build off of local talent. If they can do that through their academy, I think you see St. Louis FC Academy folding relatively early. Maybe they don't, because I don't think St. Louis City is going to be free. That's what Lutz is saying. Is he wants he wants a free system, and all the other wow. MLS academies are free. I wish that came early to me. Yeah, dude, that that academy world is expensive, but makes sense to why the DA League folded. So, what league will St. Louis FC be able to play in? But if they don't stay true to that world, will they be able I, to enter into the MLS Academy League? I, th- I mean, right now, I think they're in like in a league with other MLS academies. Okay. And they and they showed well last last year. They made a run. Yeah, they they made it to the finals, didn't they? And then lost. I, th- I think they finished like top top four. Have a certain ways about themselves. Yeah, I like that he'll bring a different perspective than uh, what most of these other probably sporting director options they had. I was expecting a St. Louis guy, uh, maybe like a, 
don't know, maybe a Taylor Twelman or yeah, Dan Flynn's name was thrown a lot around a lot. I I like everything he's saying so far, and uh, so pretty impressive for a USL squad to compete with these yeah. MLS academies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would agree. Let's talk about Lutz a little bit. What What do you think about him? I I like that we brought in a European guy. Just simply because he's going to bring in a lot of changes to the MLS. I think the MLS has gotten stuck a little bit on the whole thing that the U.S. is stuck on. Guys having to fit a specific mold or... I I hope that he puts out a competitive club with a good academy uh, that relies on their academy for, for players. Now, do you think there'll be a, a, a struggle between... Lutz and trying to get the local talent around here, or do you think that just the fact that he carries SC behind him, it's going to be easy for him to connect with the local players right off the bat? Yeah, I don't, I don't really imagine it being too difficult with with the MLS. Team, you know, he's a team name. He's behind a new him. face. Yeah. Right. But he's very recognizable with his with his long hair and yeah his interesting backstory. I I'm get just a copy thinking of that book. <laughs> we have all these young guys going over to overseas right now. You know, we have the most players overseas in Saint, in um, the United States history of players playing for top clubs all over. I mean, we got a guy in the Barcelona feeder program. We got guys mm-hmm. in PSG. We have guys in Germany. Bayern Munich. Yeah, we got Pulsic over there in Chelsea, and we got Ajax. Who's who's playing for Ajax? That's the right back, right? Um, yeah, Serginio Dust. Dust, yeah. I mean, we got guys all over now. Yeah. I think I think having Lutz there, he kind of brings that European feel. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he brings that European feel and keeps guys that are thinking about maybe going over staying pretty close and creating a – Peter program that can gear into the MLS and maybe get guys even further over. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm really optimistic about what he can do here with his, with his connections from Europe. So let's talk about some of those guys over. One of our new boys just signed with PSG. McKinnon, right? Juventus. He signed with Juventus. Juventus, you're right. Who's at PSG? Is that Wade? Wea. He was there. Did they loan him to like a League One team in France though? I'm not sure. I know I I know there was talk about him being up on the first team at some point, but you you know my hatred for PSG. I can't follow them very well. So just to give you guys some background, my brother's a PSG fan. I have to hate anything my brother likes, so <laughs> that's where this comes from. I, I'm sorry for the wrong facts. But, yes, Juventus. That's right, our favorite. I watched that documentary, and I love them now. <laughs> Hopefully you can bring make them more exciting. Than yeah, the curse in that a... realm over there. Yeah. I mean, come on. Gigi Buffon. <laughs> your, your favorite name to say. Oh, that's my favorite thing to say. And I'm, I'm heartbroken <laughs> to think that Buffon has no championship. No Champions League win. Just just finals. Breaks my heart. Maybe maybe 
McKenny will bring him to the, the promised land. Hey, if McKenny can do that, I mean, he's playing with one of the greatest players in the world, Ronaldo. Yeah. That's, that's a feat in itself. Can you imagine American lining up next to Ronaldo? Pretty cool. Do you think he gets quality minutes though right away? Do you think he's a starter? I think he can I think he can compete for it. Right? He's done really well. He's done well enough to get a couple million out of them. Is he um, more of a forward or a midfielder? I I would like to think he's going to be more of an attacking midfielder for them. Okay. Don't you think cuz isn't Dimbala Dimbala going to stay up top? Or no, that's not who's up top. Uh, Higuain. I think I think Higuain's like on his way out. That they're trying to trying to replace him. You think? Yeah, he didn't seem to get a whole lot of time with Ronaldo. Yeah, well, I don't think that really worked well with them. I think they're mm-hmm. gonna have to change some things up. You know, Ronaldo's not as young as he used to be. You can't play him by himself anymore. He used to be. The island king. All you got to do is get the ball to him, and then something's going to happen. I think that's going to be Ronaldo's next step is trying to figure out a new playing style for himself. Because, you know, as you get older, speed is harder. Mm-hmm. That's key to it. Anyways, there's my tangent. I was going to say, with all these signings at Chelsea, I just hope that Pulsic doesn't fall out of the starting lineup. We do not have a very good history of allowing guys to filter out that need to filter out and giving opportunity to guys that need a little little chance to grow but get out, get going real quick. We have a huge habit of expecting. You know, we got these guys playing all over the world, and they're young, but then you got to put them in front of a team like Brazil or Belgium or Germany and – you're talking about some of the greatest players in the world that are seasoned veterans. And I think the way the American mind is, is that we expect change instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the American dream. You got, you're playing with the team. You got to, you're crushing it over there at Chelsea, Christian. You got to score 6,000 goals for us now. <laughs> and I just think putting a lot of that on guys that aren't quite old enough and developed and ready to to carry that weight? Uh, no way. Not if he's healthy after what he showed this year, like taking the league by storm. I mean, he was like the most exciting player for a few weeks there in the whole. But league. he's hurt all the time. Yeah, I mean. all the time, all the time. He needs to find some type of like man, dude, Christian. Go find a trainer. We got to get some meat on those legs. <laughs> he's just too fast for those hammies they can't keep up I know he's got we gotta put some beef on there dude go eat a cheeseburger <laughs> what were you gonna say go ahead I, I cut you off there I was just gonna say with all these young American players um, on the national team playing overseas for all these top clubs how optimistic are you for their World Cup hopes and 2022 and more importantly maybe 2026 when we host the world cup in north america i will say i'm more optimistic for 26 than i am 22 
it's there we're gonna force too many things in 22 and going in and out of the lineup and it's not going to be consistent enough i think the guys need a chance to to grow with each other so 2026 i'm optimistic for i think i think 2026 we could be baller and what's like a reasonable expectation for like how far they could go in 26 oh i i think we should be able to make it out of the group stages I think we should be able to compete to get out of the group stages by 2022, but it's really going to depend on if we stick with the young guys right off the bat. Thick or thin, I think it's a gamble. It's bad or good, but the upside is greater than what it could be, you know? Right. And I I think Greg Berhalter has shown a willingness to play the young guys, which I'm happy about. There are still about... Five or six names I'd love to see drop off the U.S. men's national team list before I get excited. Nothing against their careers or anything, but it's, it's time. I mean, right. what, we've, we've been a disappointment eight years now, right? It's been that long already, Will. Not getting any younger. I think, I think it's, it's going to take a lot of change to get some wins. So low expectations for 22, get out of the group stage. What's yeah. a success? What would, be, what would you consider a success in 2026? Competing. I think 2026, being able to put a team out there that's going to compete with, with going the distance. Finishing better than, what was that, 2010? Was that our best run recently with... It was the last time we had Landon Donovan and Dempsey and all of them at, at once. Where was that? Twenty fourteen. It was super exciting, though. I remember we were we beat Mexico. We beat Ghana, right? Did he? Yes. And it was. I, I feel like it was two thousand ten in South Africa. When the last time we got out of the group stages and got into the knockout round. So his goal against Algeria was, I think maybe Ghana knocked us out in a really good game. It was 2010. 2010. That's what I thought. Wow. 10 years. Africa. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I think, I think anything less than that would be a disappointment in 2026. I think that's fair. That's reasonable. You know, me being the fan of soccer in the United States, I am. I want to be like, no, we're going to go win the cup. But you got to look at Belgium, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, France. France. Spain has even got a lot of young guys coming up. Only reason I say Argentina is because I I feel like they have some young guys that are coming up and going to do some damage. And obviously, Messi is my dude, so I have to root for him thick or thin. How about the rumors of uh, three years in the Premier League and then after that coming to the MLS to play for St. Louis City, you're hearing it right now. (laughs) Do whatever it takes. (laughs) Whatever it takes to get that man here. (laughs) That'd be unbelievable. Get him here. But ultimately, all right, this is going to – all right, I'm going on a tangent here, but this is what I would love to see. I'd love to see if Messi comes 
to the United States to play for an MLS team, whatever team that may be, I am rooting for the fact that he lands on a team that is capable of convincing Europe that it is time to have an MLS in the Champions League. That'd be nice. Yeah. So the only team I feel like that has hope for that is Miami FC with Beckham. Now they suck, but he has the connections to get a team there. And the money like, to bankroll a team. Yeah, I feel like they're linked to every every star in Europe that wants out. They're all they're always linked like, oh, he could go to Miami. They, yes. They're interested. <laughs> because he's got that name and I want to see can you imagine the history of a MLS team making it into the Champions League? It'd be a pretty cool moment. Yes. That's but that's what I think goals. Hashtag, we have made it. I mean, the most likely scenario is he goes to New York City FC because they have the agreement with Man City. They have yes. Those partnerships. Yeah, that is true. And, I mean, I'm not against that. I don't care where he lands. I mean, obviously, St. Louis City, listen to me. It's time. <laughs> Bring him to St. Louis. But I, w- I want him to land on a team that, ha- that he can – because he is a name that they want in Champions League, whether he's 40 – or 35. Right? Right. I think he'll, he could still contribute at 40 years old. 100%. Yeah. And Champions League's going to want him in that. It's the same of how Ronaldo, like, this was the first time in 10 years we didn't have a Ronaldo or a Messi in the Champions League final. Credit to it. Austin's going to listen to this and he's going to hear that I said this. Neymar is t- going to take that throne at some day. But the weight those two carry. Come on, bring me my champions team here in the United States. What are some what are some names that St. Louis City fans could dream on? Some big names that the team could target for 2023. Oh. Thinking some Amer- some St. Louis locals come to oh. mind first. That's like, what you're Tim- thinking? Yeah, just to get that connection with the fans. So I think Tim Ream comes in mind at Fulham. He'd be pretty old at that point. Yeah. I, I think he could still start for an MLS team. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would love to see my boy Tommy Barlow over there at the Red Bulls. That'd be cool. Bring him in because he's young, exciting, and has tons of upside. Yeah, just he'd be needs, right just needs an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really cool signing that's not going to be ex- expensive but bring a lot of excitement to St. Louis. The other I think about is more like champions like over in Europe. Oh. I think of Vidad Ibisevic. Okay. Ibisevic. I was He's thinking a... Suarez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where do you think he plays next year? Well, that's the thing. If if Suarez goes straight to the MLS next year, I don't think we get him. But if he can hold out another two years over there in Europe, I think I think he'd be a chance to come here. Don't you? Because he's 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 making a move to the MLS, whether it's this year or in the next three. Yeah, I think he would still. Yeah, he'd light it up here. He'd be a star right away. I'd have to dig into more of like. Lutz's ties. Yeah. So maybe it's 
somebody like in the Bundesliga, yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a German team. Dude, yeah. what about like, what if you got like Holland or somebody? <laughs> no way. Please? It's too early for him. He's he's a no, budding I'm, superstar. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Champions League move. Like let's do it. Come on, Holland, come on over and and we're gonna we're gonna get into the Champions League tournament. There we go. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Okay, what about I, this? This is this is realistic. This is this is this is gonna come. He just made a move to Chelsea. Okay. He's a center back. Okay. You picking it up yet? Tiago Silva? Yeah. What about Silva? He's 37. I think even if he's 38, he's only on a two-year deal over there in Chelsea. That puts him at like 39. I think he could be a starting center back in the MLS at 40. Okay. I don't, I don't bring... know if center back gets me excited. but Well, the reason I say it gets you excited is think of a lot of the um, Central and South American ties here in the United States. That's somebody that's a superstar, but they're not a superstar across the pond. They're a superstar that's within our atmosphere. There's a lot of Brazilian fans here in the in the United States. I think it could be something that St. Louis would have. It, it'd be, a, again, it's, we don't want to spend all of our money in one place. So it'd be nice to get like these cheap names that can bring a lot of people in and still have somewhat of talent. You know, that's, with St. Louis's huge Bosnian scene, that makes me think of Vidadi Basevic, and he's from here, and he's played at Hoffenheim with and overlapped with Lutz. Yeah. Oh. Be, I didn't even think about that. He'd be pretty. He'd be late thirties, but I think he could contribute, come off the bench, and be a spark plug for like thirty minutes. I get that. I get that. That'd be that would be really cool. I think that I think that's the most realistic one that we've said. And now is Josh Sargent off the oh. table? Uh I he... I don't think now. I think he has the potential to be off the the table depending on how he he does. He's had some injuries and hasn't had the best season this year. Mm-hmm. So I think if St. Louis City was starting in 2022, uh, I think it could be realistic, but the fact that we're pushed back a year, I'm not sure if that is a, an opportunity anymore. You know, that gives him two solid years to kind of amp up his play and prove himself. I'm I'm a big fan of him. Like I like him up top. He's a brute, got skill, and he's a pass first kind of player. So I I like him as a forward. But he's only what twenty, nineteen, twenty. Yeah, he's yeah twenty, twenty one. I guess so, he's younger than Pulisic. He's like, yeah, he's younger than Christian. So I think he has more time than he needs to prove himself. And if he really takes off, there's no chance because he's somebody that could compete in in a top league. But right, if right. injuries rig him, and you know it's hard to break through over there. If he can't do that, then I think St. Louis City SC could be a stepping stone for him even. Come mm-hmm. back here, play really great, dominate the league, and then maybe get a call to somewhere bigger. That's a, those, are some, those are two good ones. I like those. 
Well, I think I think we gave city fans a lot, some good names to think about. Yeah, I think I think I think basically what we want to do is just kind of talk soccer here about St. Louis and all things that we enjoy and help keep people informed on what's happening around there because St. Louis has been a quiet place of soccer talent that I don't think much of the world hears about. It will soon. They'll know soon. Yes. When we're dominating the MLS. <laughs> and it just brings us onto the map. So maybe let's bring it back to St. Louis FC to close. They got a big game, game this against weekend. Yeah, Louisville City. Yes, Louisville City. Uh, they seem to be getting hot right now. So they're real hot. They just won two games in a row, right? They're they're coming off firing on all cylinders. But I will say we 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 played a great game against Sporting, and then played a real good game against our ex keeper over there, Gomez, <laughs> which I would love to see on St. Louis City. Oh yeah, yes. Please, <laughs> I think he. Yeah, he's definitely. He's capable. our keeper. Oh heck yeah, that is our keeper. Let's. That is our keeper. I wouldn't but be I mad think... about Kyle Morton either. On the okay, squad. okay, yeah. It... Anyways, we're playing Louisville City to um, Saturday. Yeah, and it's it's not it's home, correct? Correct. Yeah. So guys, go go sneak onto the field, watch him. <laughs> I'll be there with my binoculars. <laughs> looking through the grass but i mean this is a must this is a must win i would say i'd say this is a make it or break it of going into the playoffs for us yeah i think we think... need to come come away with at least a point we can't uh, fall four points behind louisville for second i don't think we can have another tie i think <laughs> i think i think this is a must win i think if we don't come out with the w it's going to be really hard to climb into second. We've got what four games left? A few more than that, yeah. Like a few more than four? Yeah, I think like six or seven. Really? Maybe okay. Uh, I still, I still think that make this makes it a must win. I think we have to win tonight, uh, Saturday. It's good. It's definitely Jake. going to be a hard end of the year. So. Yeah, because we we are we'll meet up with them again. Yeah, it's just going to be all Louisville and Indy and Kansas City from now here on out. And that's those are all teams that are really fighting. I think it's going to be an exciting end of the road, and hopefully we can get some fans back up in there by the time it gets to closing so we can have a real good send-off for St. Louis FC in their final season and show these players what it meant to them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. One At least one final home game where fans could attend. Yes. It'd be pretty special. It'd be it'd be something else. Well, I think we ended there. There. Yeah. A, a great little um, random conversation. <laughs> it's a good start to the first Lou Boys FC podcast. Lou Boys FC. SC. S. My bad. C. S. C. I got it. We got it's all right. We got three years to get that name down, which is why we have it in ours. Soccer capital of the world. (laughs) That didn't sound quite right, but we'll get there. Thank you for talking with me, Will. My pleasure, Andrew.